When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. Each week, we spotlight members of the WordPress community. I'm your host, Doc Pop. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine and my contributions over on torquemag.io, where you can find past episodes of Press This, along with transcriptions and our social hour, our weekly live stream. So check that out over on torquemag.io. You can also subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. And you can also download it directly from WMR.FM. Now, each month on Press This, we invite a few special guests to come and catch us up on all the news that's been happening in the WordPress community in the past month. Uh, we call this our Word Around the Campfire edition. And this month, we've got some great news about WordPress 6.3, WordCamp US, and a lot more. We're going to see how much we can fit into this episode. And to help me out, we've got a couple special guests. First up is Damon Cook, a developer advocate at WP Engine. Hello, Damon. How are you? Great. Thanks for joining us today. And also joining us is Mike Davey, the senior editor at Delicious Brains. Howdy, Mike. How are you? Hi, Doc. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Well, we're going to kick things off. Uh, as you can tell, I'm in a rush to get to get into this news because there's so much to talk about. And I think one of the biggest things is WordPress 6.3, which is coming out in August 8th, is currently the schedule. And as we're recording this, we have release candidate 2. And I've been playing around a little bit with it, and I, I actually love it. Matt Medeiros from the WP Minute recently asked if WordPress 6.3 is, quote, big air quotes here, the best version of WordPress so far, which I love that, that clickbaity uh, title. And so here to tell us more about WordPress 6.3, Damon, why don't you kind of start us off with what you're excited about? Yeah, I think it is shaping up to be a great release. And they're always such vast, huge improvements and so much contribution time put into each of these releases. Some of my favorite features that are coming out, um, I think everybody's talking about the command palette. I mean, that's pretty neat functionality that is available in the post and site editor. And there is already some APIs available for plugin authors to extend and add their own commands. And Actually, this afternoon, I was tweeting about how it would be neat, a uh, possible idea for a plugin author to maybe create, bring back the sidebar templates in the block editor and have maybe a command palette, palette that you can switch left and right from. That's a really neat feature and the APIs for that should be fun to extend. Just to kind of visualize this for listeners, if you don't know what the command palette is, if you're a Mac user, it's called the Spotlight tool. And I'm guessing there's probably something similar for, for PC and other, other users. 
basically when you are in a post or you are on a page or you're editing the site, if you're anywhere where the, the block editor is present, you can hit command K and a, a little white kind of search bar pops up. And from there, you can basically access anything else that also has the block editor. So you could type in new post or you could type in new block. And instead of having to search around for stuff or navigate stuff, you can very quickly surf your site through this command palette. And as Damon's saying, there's a lot of potential for APIs there. Like some people are talking about integrating AI to maybe be able to do things where you could say, create a new post that has a picture of a cat or something. And so instead of just like opening a new post, in theory, the command palette might have some, some functionality that could do multiple things at once. Right, Damon? Definitely. Yeah. The possibilities are endless. <laughs> and what about for developers kind of focusing more in there? Is there any new features that they should be aware of? In relation just to the command palette or in general with the 6.3 release? With 6.3. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of new features like uh, there's performance improvements that mm -hmm. allow for the scripts API. There's an async and defer which should help with front-end performance. And with images, there's a fetch priority attribute that has been included. So those can be utilized to get front-end performance impact and make your sites faster, for sure. Yeah, the performance team has really added a bunch of new features to this version. And I think one of the other notable things about this version, this isn't exactly kind of developer-related, but this marks the end of Gutenberg phase two, right? Yeah, it's already kicked off the collaboration and a lot of uh, planning and discussion around what those projects are going to involve. So yeah, it's exciting times. So the release candidate is out now. Some of us are playing around with it and sharing our feedback. And August 8th is when this should hit the world with the end of, uh, with a book ending of Gutenberg phase two. This really is a good chance if you tried the block editor and didn't really like it years ago, this is a good chance to come back and try it out because uh, things are easier to find. They're more consistently placed. A lot of the issues have been really worked out. This is the, the best version of the block editor so far. And I think it's a really big step for WordPress as well. So August 8th is when that's going to hit the shelves. And another big update is coming out. ACF 6.2 will be coming out real soon. Uh, right, Mike? That's right, actually. Um, I, it should be at the, the beta for ACF 6.2, I think we'll probably be out by the time this episode is live. I'm almost certain, but uh, we don't really like to be, you know, <laughs> held to exact dates all the time like that. But I'm I'm almost certain it will be out before this episode goes live. And, and let's assume ACF 6.2 does go out in beta by the time this is live. How much longer before the full release hits hits everybody? Uh, that I, That I cannot say. I think, again, fairly soon, but they, they do need time to, you know, get get people uh, using it, get enough feedback to really make sure that they handle everything for the full release, like see how everything's working, because they're introducing some really big new features. Like what? Well, it, you can now actually, um, like it's always been possible to use, uh, to set up bi-directional relationships in ACF in code. But with 6.2 and uh, 6.2 Pro, you can now do that right in the UI with certain fields, uh, with the relational fields, which is post-object, relationship, user, and taxonomy fields. They display a new advanced tab when you go into their settings that has a bi-directional toggle, right? And you can just kind of flip that on 
And uh, then you can select one or more target fields, which will be updated on each selected value for that field. And it's back to the item being updated, right? And it's a, it's a fairly powerful and complicated feature. It's really the sort of thing that you do have to see in action, I think, to really understand. Ian Polson did a demo of it at, on a session of ACF Fridays, our open office hours. And we can link to that. And that really shows exactly what you can do a little bit better. We're also uh, introducing admin UI registration for option pages in ACF Pro 6.2. And uh, Damon Cook actually can speak more to that because he just did a workshop on how, how that's going to work uh, just the other day. Yeah, yesterday I did a workshop on that and I just posted the video to the WP Builders channel for the recording of that. But it makes really it makes registering these uh, option pages so fast because while power users were definitely doing it with code before, um, now you can just do it right in the UI and you can even do it while you're creating field groups. You can associate those right on the fly with the little built-in modal. So it's really a great enhancement. When we're talking about options pages and the changes here, are these options on the back end or are these new advanced options that can be shown like for the users? Yeah, these are these are option pages. So um, typically a builder might create an option page to allow like a client to set their Google Ana Analytics ID or add some social links and just mm -hmm. give them a centralized place to change some settings and toggle things on and off. That's cool. Anything else we should talk about with the ACF, Mike? Yeah, uh, one last thing, actually. Um, we've had multiple requests over the years to support saving uh, JSON to multiple different paths. And ACF 6.2 is finally going to bring support for that to the core plugin. Um, I don't want to get into all the technical details, in part because I can't explain them, and in part because it's, again, another thing that's easier to see rather than hear about. Um, but from starting in 6.2, you will be able to uh, have multiple JSON save locations. Speaking of save locations, everybody stick around. I'm trying my best to make this into a segue. <laughs> we're we're going to save this thought and we'll be right back after these messages with more WordPress news, including WordCamp US news and some conversation about WordPress and AI. So stick around after the short commercial break. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Word Around the Campfire edition of Press This. Today, we've got Damon Cook, a developer advocate at WPE, and Mike Davey, the senior editor at Delicious Brains, here to catch us up on WordPress news. And so far, we've uh, been cotted up on Advanced Custom Fields 6.2, ACF 6.2, and WordPress 6.3. And we have a lot more to get into. 
I think one of the things I wanted to talk about is yesterday, I, I guess I'm just going to brag. Yesterday, I, I had my site linked from Hacker News. And first off, man, Hacker News, I wasn't even like the top of the page. And Hacker News sent me 12,000 views, which is, I don't know, that's more than I get from like Boing Boing these days or Reddit or whatever. So it was kind of like they, they still have some serious traffic. And while I was there, I found out that a couple of weeks ago, the WordPress Playground or the WP Playground was up there. That's a WordPress instance that runs entirely in your browser. And that was up on the top of Hacker News. They were excited about that. Damon, can you tell us about WP Playground? Yeah, that's a really neat and interesting tool. It's built on WebAssembly and allows you to spin up a WordPress site right in your browser. And everything is installed, including the PHP, and you can log in, and it's really got an extensive API. So you, it, it's really setting up the possibilities for even plugin authors and theme authors to pass along some query parameters and spin up a demo site of their theme or their plugin, and you can just embed it in your site anywhere. So it's a really neat feature, and it's also being... I think there is uh, also an API so you can spin up pull requests. So I think there is functionality with like the Gutenberg plugin. So if there is a new pull request submitted, you can do uh, per branch sites that are spun up. So somebody could test a feature that's in the Gutenberg project, but that also has the potential of being pulled into personal projects and client projects. So it's a really neat tool and you can even do sandboxes. So uh, you need to spin up a quick WordPress site and test something. Just go to WP Playground and spin it up and take it for a spin and install some plugins and see, uh, you know, see if you can break things. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great, a great tool. And I think it's going to get even better as it goes along for sure. I think that URL is playground.wordpress.net. You can also just find it from searching WP Playground. Damon, who, who do you think is the target like, who is this meant for? What is this tool meant for? I think it's got a few different use cases, but it certainly, I think, will be useful for the WordPress project in, in, in regards to documentation and testing. The thought that you could possibly have an up-to-date, up-to-the-minute project WordPress site embedded alongside documentation. So you could actually, you know, be reading documentation in line, take something and test it out and run some code. That is super useful. So I think the possibilities there are really interesting. And then also just for everyday builders, um, I, I mean, as a training resource, you can spin up a sandbox site and install some themes and plugins and just kind of test things out and learn as you go as a training mechanism as well. I think that's a, another useful feature, but I think a lot of use cases are yet to even be explored or come to come to enlightenment, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mostly right now, it's just like, that's cool. There's there's an instance of WordPress in my browser, and I think that's where a lot of us are. But I was I was kind of thinking when I first heard about this, this is maybe a good way to to show potential new WordPress users who may be nervous about going through the whole process of installing WordPress, maybe just kind of showing them like what it's like, just giving them a chance to browse around and see how the block editor works and uh, editing a post works and things like that. So that's kind of what I was thinking when I first heard about it. But I hear more from developers and I'm like, man, this is a lot more powerful than just some sort of example tool for, for new WordPress users. 
on the subject of new WordPress users, I want to pivot over a little bit to talking about one of the things I've heard in the WordPress and artificial intelligence space. Some companies like Bluehost and Hostinger are using AI to reduce the friction of creating new sites for new users. So they're they're trying to use AI to help ease people into the space. We'll talk particularly about Bluehost's new tool, which is called Wondersuite. And there might be some more out there that I don't know about, but Wondersuite was the one that I was taking a look at. And this basically starts users off with uh, a series of questions, a series of like kind of check boxes. One of the very first ones is like, hey, have you have you used WordPress before? And are you kind of beginner or advanced or you know intermediate? And if they are a beginner or maybe intermediate, then the rest of the flow kind of walks them through here's, here's, you know, how to, what sort of site are you looking to build? Are you looking to build like a site that sells things or a personal blog? It kind of goes through that stuff. But then afterwards it, it uses AI to walk them through adding plugins and messing with blocks and changing themes. It sounds pretty neat. It sounds like the sort of thing we might've done in the past where if we had more of a kind of a railsy approach where we forced people to like, okay, now go to plugins and do this, you know, and which is a little stiff, but this is, maybe a more flexible way if, if it works as good as it sounds where people can on their own play around in a site and these little messages might pop up saying here's what this thing is and here's how you should use it i just thought it was kind of kind of a neat use of ai i haven't personally played with it yet but it sounds pretty cool damon have you heard of any new like wordpress and ai stuff that you're excited about yeah it's a really neat time some of these tools are coming out I haven't had a chance to test out the Bluehost, but I did read up on it. The whole onboarding idea is is always being explored. I know there's been other attempts, but I think pulling in AI is definitely a, a space that's worth exploring. And that's a neat tool that they they have developed. One thing I saw recently was, I think it was staffup.ai, which was a neat um, service. So it offers a series of about a dozen bots. And I thought it was clever because they give the bots names and personalities and pictures. And there's one that's actually a WordPress developer and you can utilize it to write documentation or help flesh out some of the features that might be in a plugin that you're not sure how they're working or even write hosts for you. So it's a really interesting service. And I was just exploring that the other day. I think they have a few other bots that are related to developer-centric personas, but it's a neat service, and I think we're going to see a lot more of it. I just remembered that Jetpack has really gone into the AI space as well. I think three months ago on A Word Around the Campfire, I talked about, I played around with some of their generative AI blocks. One of them was, you know, type in a description of an image and it would create an image using stable diffusion. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the others was, you know, you could, you could have it analyze your post so far and it would write the next paragraph or something like that. And those are, you know, pretty basic experiments in AI. I, I think they are still experimenting more now. Uh, Jetpack AI assistant is kind of out and it, it seems like Jetpack is really leaning into the AI space, but I haven't had a chance to to test this yet one of the things i keep waiting for is i'm not really looking for something to generate the content for me but i am interested in having tools help me with the mundane task of filling out the seo fields and maybe even and i know there's some tools that do this but maybe even a b testing headlines 
or something so that I can kind of, <laughs> I have a small site uh, other than my 12,000 visits I got in one day yesterday. It's usually under 100. And so I guess I don't really need to be worrying about A-B testing on my site, but it, it is a sort of thing that I'm like, oh, this would be a cool use of AI. Definitely. Um, yeah. You could really I, use a fact checker bot. Yeah? <laughs> if I had a, like an AI system that just checked facts, I fed it, mm -hmm. like just fed it like an, an article that say I had generated through AI, please fact check this for me. And then I could at least, you know, see its report and see if the fact checking was any good. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's yeah, was, probably the slowest part of using AI tools in a lot of cases is checking its work. Mm -hmm. And it, and it sneaks in stuff. It just sounds so smart that uh, when you're generating text with it, it, you know, everything seems kind of confident and good and it lulls you in. And the, mm -hmm. uh, the idea of using AI to fact check AI, that's very fun. To... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't actually have a very good track record of doing that. They, uh, I believe chat GPT-4 does have a, an AI detector. Mm -hmm. they, they tried using chat GPT-4 as an AI detector and it's, um, didn't do, it did okay at first and then apparently has gotten worse over time, I seem to recall. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. Unfortunately, I'm saying it on a recording, but um, I think that was, uh, I seem to recall seeing that. Well, uh, all of this reminds me of one more feature in 6.3 that we didn't get into. It's a, it's a small one, but they added a footnote block into WordPress 6.3, which allows you to basically add footnotes, right? So you can have paragraphs of text and you can highlight one specific sentence or word as if you're going to hyperlink it and instead you can associate it to a footnote lower on and so that footnote is like its own block it's got this cool functionality where if you click on the thing it takes you down to the footnote block and it keeps you on the page and of course the very first thing i tried was to create footnotes of footnotes that's all i wanted to have these like like, like and also to see if i could get a footnote to link to itself get a little regressive footnotes going because that's what i do i break things and uh, <laughs> i'm i use tools incorrectly and i get very excited about stupid stuff like that yeah there's well, another we, hmm? there's another actual block uh the details block which looks really interesting coming out in 6.3 as well so that's it toggles open and closed yeah the details block i think also known as the spoiler block is that the same one Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, there's the cool stuff coming in WordPress 6.3. We are going to take one more quick break. And when you come back, we are going to finish up our conversation by talking a little bit about WordCamp US and some upcoming WordCamps. So stay tuned for more Word Around the Campfire edition of Press This. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast. This episode, we're talking to Damon Cook and Mike Davey for our Word Around the Campfire, where we recap all the news that's been happening. And we've talked a lot about AI and WP Playground, a couple new features coming in ACF 6.2 and WordPress 6.3. And just at the end, I just wanted to give people a little bit of a heads up about some upcoming events in the WordPress space. We're going to have WordCamp US happening August 24th through the 26th. Emily, the editor of Torque, and myself are both going to be there. I'll be recording videos and interviews. Emily will be live tweeting some of the conversations. I, I'm curious. I don't know. Matt's state of the word used to happen at WordCamp. And uh, do, do either of y'all happen to know if Matt is going to be doing his state of the word at, at WordCamp US this year, or is it going to be its own standalone event again? I'm not sure, to be honest. 
<laughs> well, I guess we'll find out. But this is going to be happening. WordCamp US is happening August 24th through 26th at the Gaylord National Resort and Convention Center in National Harbor, Maryland. Damon, you said that you're planning on going, and this is a big this is a big WordCamp for you, right? Yeah, this is my first uh, WordCamp US, and I'm really excited. I've been to WordCamps in the past, but not the big one. I think I'll be there, actually. Yeah, I signed up for one of the contributor days as well. So um, I'm excited for that, because that'll be a first time for me as well. Oh, right on. Your, your first contributor day on yeah. August 23rd, or is that? No, that's on the 24th, right? Yes. Yeah, 24th. Yep. All right. And also coming up is uh, WordCamp Niagara Falls. We don't know much about it. Uh, but Mike, I know that you said you're, you're planning on being there. Can you tell us what you do know about it so far? Yeah. Fort Camp Niagara Falls is, uh, scheduled for September 16th, 2023. Uh, and that takes place in Niagara Falls, Ontario. Uh, this is actually going to, I am planning to attend. It's going to be my first one. And as you said, we don't really know much about it yet, but, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Canada does not seem to, to get a lot of word camps. Okay. Yeah. And having said that, maybe I've now put myself on the hook for organizing more. <laughs> if you do i'll come i promise all right so uh oh and there's another WordCamp coming up damon can you tell us about that one yeah i, I just saw that um i know WordCamp rochester just announced i think that's september 30th i'm gonna have to try to get tickets for that because that's out here in my region and uh probably get a few speaker proposals in so but uh, yeah, I think that's rochester.wordcamp.org and that's the 30th, September 30th. And I think really quickly, some of the other WordCamps just kind of in our area, North America, WordCamp Atlanta is going to be October 14th. And I do see that there's uh, WordCamp Vancouver in British Columbia, Canada, September 23rd. So that's the only Canadian one I see so far. But hey, there's a, Mike, you got your wish. Yeah, yeah that's... Uh... To be honest, um, I'm actually looking up directions to Rochester, New York, as we speak, because uh, mm -hmm. that's a lot closer. A lot closer, yeah. <laughs> it's in a completely different country, but it is much, much closer to where I live in Canada than Vancouver is. So, Well, on, on that note, I'm going to wrap up this episode, and uh, I do want to give both of y'all a chance to kind of shout out how people can follow you online. Mike, what's a, what's a good spot for people to keep up with what you're working on? Uh, I would swing by ACF, uh, advancedcustomfields.com on a regular basis. Um, same with deliciousbrains.com. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Medium Mike Davey. At Media Mike Davey, right on. At Medium. And, oh, Medium. <laughs> yes, at Medium Mike Davey. Right on. Damon, what's a good place for people to follow along with your projects? Um, I'm on Twitter at D as in Damon D. Cook. And also, um, I would check out WPEngine.com forward slash builders for all the latest posts coming from DevRel at WP Engine. Well, thanks both of you for joining us today. And thanks to everyone who's uh, listened so far. I want to say our next episode is a really fun conversation with Roger Longhurst from Really Simple Plugins about Really Simple SSL, which is the ninth most popular plugin in the WordPress repository. So we talked to Roger about why, why... WordPressers need to know about SSL and some of the other alternatives out there, even beyond really simple SSL for installing SSL. And we just also talk about what it's like having such a popular plugin and what his what his time is like sp spent, like how bad are the tickets and stuff coming from there. So stay tuned for that episode. It's going to be the next episode. And thanks again for listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. You can follow my adventures on Twitter at the Torque Mag. 
or you can go to torquemag.io to find those previous episodes along with transcriptions. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download it directly from WMR.FM. Again, I'm your host, Dr. Popular. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love spotlighting members of the community each week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.